Okay, so you guys know that I like to go into the stores, and um, I somehow managed to find cursed things no matter where the hell I go. Mm-hmm. So I found something while we were getting drinks for the podcast today, and um, <clears throat> I just I just wanted to see how you feel about this flavor of Mountain Dew. Okay, first off, I fucking hate Mountain Dew, but this is gingerbread Mountain Dew. <laughs> I'm sorry. Am I allowed to taste this? Can lie? I taste this too? <laughs> hold on, okay. hold on. I have Here. A, you know I have a thing about spit, so I gotta try it first. <laughs> okay, so Beth is giving us her reaction. What's it smell? Oh, gingerbread. Mountain Dew gingerbread. Okay. I'm take. Ew. I can smell it from here. What is this? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> oh. oh. It's like. That's very gingerbready. It's like flat Sprite. <laughs> flat Sprite that's been sitting in the sun and then recarbonated. <laughs> it's like Mountain Dew just tried to make ginger ale. Kind of, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> Not as descriptive as Anna's, but yes. It's not the worst thing I've ever tasted. Right. Just. Uh, but why? Whoops. I, you, you know, know, maybe they're just going for like new holiday themes. I don't want to know what a Thanksgiving one would be. But gravy. They, <laughs> no, gravy do. I would love to dry, dry, <laughs> dry carbonated gravy. Well, guess what? We can get a soda stream. I mean, we can like, make that come true. Coca-Cola has cinnamon coke, and cinnamon coke's pretty good. Okay, but coke is just generally better. Ooh. You're not wrong. You're Mountain Dew is garbage. Comments there. <laughs> Mountain Dew is generally garbage, but uh, I, I just don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I get it because it's Mountain Dew. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> Either way, I wanted you all to suffer with me. Come in. Uh, hello. Uh, hey, just letting you know that uh, Mountain Dew sponsorship fell through. Oh, no! shit. Oh, oh no. <laughs> we lost our Mountain Dew sponsorship. Do? Hey, Coke. <laughs> <laughs> what you doing tonight? Not Mountain Dew. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> Why did I write this? Brought to you by the record button. Welcome to Why Did I Write This, the podcast where we read bad writing so you don't have to. I am Harmony. I'm Anna. I'm Beth. Um, <laughs> and today we've got a, a couple of good fun things here for you. Well, I wouldn't necessarily call my story fun. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to call it good. <laughs> oh. Well, that too. <laughs> if you come to the podcast, we can forget <laughs> good writing. <laughs> You went to the wrong one. Now, Demonic Possession, you might be at the right podcast. (laughs) It's the gingerbread drink you just drank. (laughs) Well, speaking of uh, Demonic Possession. (laughs) Oh, no. What's going on? I have another Supernatural fanfic. Ooh. Um, What characters? So, (laughs) this this is one, I have to preface this by saying this is one that I specifically wrote for my mom. (laughs) <laughs> Why? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> so, there's a character in Supernatural. He's he's in one of the later seasons. His name's Benny. He's okay. a vampire. Okay. Um, 
and Did your mom have a thing for me? No, no. She just always got his name wrong, and she would always <laughs> call him Jerry. <laughs> Poor Benny. <laughs> so, so I made a, um, I made a fan fiction about that, <laughs> and I titled it "Ice Cream." <laughs> okay. Um, this also features my very lovely original character Ember. Okay. Because why wouldn't it? <sighs> Ember walked down the street to the new ice cream place in the town the Winchesters brought her to. Very descriptive, thank you. Yes. The name of the ice cream shop was Jerry's Ice Cream Parlor. Okay. She entered the store and smiled at all the assortments of the cold creamy delicacy. Hello there, miss, someone said to her. She looked up to see a rather familiar face. Benny? Since when do you own an ice cream shop? Sorry, miss. You must have me mistaken with someone else. Then who are you? She questioned. Ember's hand traveled to her waist, where a silver knife was hidden. I'm Jerry, the owner and namesake of this place. Suddenly, the bell on the entrance door rang, signaling someone's presence. Ember turned around to look at them. Benny? Ember and Jerry exclaimed. Hello, little Miss High and Mighty, he greeted Ember. Oh, okay. Hey, brother, Benny's, Benny said to Jerry. It's good to see you again, little bro, Jerry said to him. Ember looked at both of them in a confused manner. Em, this is my older twin brother, Jerry, Benny told her. You have, you have a brother? Wait, Ben and Jerry. Ben, Jerry. <laughs> Benny, Jerry. <laughs> and much like your two sisters, our names have a hidden meaning. Um... I think I think that's supposed to be Benny saying that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Kitten Cat oh. Kit Cat Bar. Benny Jerry Benny and Ember thought for a moment. <laughs> until the answer hit her right in the face. <laughs> ben and Jerry God damn it. <laughs> Ember yelled. <laughs> that actually makes some minor sense now. <laughs> the two brothers laughed. I have a question, Em said. Why is your ice cream so expensive? <laughs> That's a question. <laughs> important question. Sis, have you tasted it? They asked her. No, we've been too busy trying to figure out who the heck Benny and Jerry are. Well... Um, that's not her response. Her response <laughs> is that they make a valid point. Oh, okay. The end. <laughs> and what did your mom think? She loved it. She was... I remember she was laughing the entire time she read it. Uh-huh. <laughs> they should hire you. CW, give us a call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm reading off of whatever you have next, so you gotta transition here. Okay, uh, so speaking of car crashes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, speaking of car crashes! <laughs> blue-footed booby situation again oh i thought you're gonna say is this the pumpkin thing again it is the pumpkin thing again <laughs> we were driving past a house and we were talking about something completely different and i saw pumpkins like on someone's porch and i was like oh hey speaking of pumpkins <laughs> we were not talking about pumpkins well, you are correct then i transitioned to it <laughs> okay well transitioning I, to car crashes. I do like that your transition <laughs> transitions into things are just saying speaking of things that we definitely weren't talking about but i want to talk about now 
<laughs> it's less wordy than that, you know? <laughs> uh, so I have this story that I wrote in high school called Collision. <laughs> Collision? Collision. Uh, it was written November 9th. <laughs> 2010. For those of you at home making your timelines when Anna wrote things. Yeah. Uh, and just for all in, all intents and purposes, this was written 10 years ago now. No. 11. <laughs> no. It's still 10. Almost 11. Uh, there's a dang math. <laughs> at least at the time this is being recorded. Oh, all right. It was a chilly fall evening. Avril Whitmer was leaning up against her boyfriend for warmth. The wind was blowing lightly through the trees, making the branches whisper secrets to each other. Joy Ferment sucked in a small breath. Ferment? Uh-huh. Just wait. Sucked in a small breath and without thinking, put his arm around Avril. It's getting colder, he announced. Oh, thank you. So smart, Joey. That's what happens in the fall. Avril laughed sarcastically. Really? I thought it felt like summer there for a second. (laughs) Joey pushed her playfully, but pulled her close once more. The two happy lovers have kept it strong for almost a year and a half now. Good for them. Kept it strong? (laughs) What is that phrase? They kept their relationship strong. They're so strong. You just, I don't know, you just sounded old-timey, old-fashioned with it. Yeah. They have hit a couple of rough patches along the way, but they pushed their differences aside and lived on with their lives. Joey, for many days, has been thinking about breaking the big question to Avril. He's planning when, where, and how he would do it. He loved her dearly and would absolutely do anything for her. Wait. It would absolutely anything for her. <laughs> You're right. I see. Except give up his passion for drinking. Ooh, jinkies. <laughs> I can't find my glasses. <laughs> for drinking. Oh, God, fuck. <laughs> so, what time do you have to leave? She asked, nestling more into him. He shrugged. Soon. <laughs> my brother would be upset with me if I showed up late. Avril grunted and rolled her eyes. That was her usual reaction to these kinds of plans. He was going to a bar tonight with his brother and a couple of their buddies. He, himself, was a year under the legal drinking age. (laughs) But what was the harm in being a year slow? What? (laughs) Avril saw the harm in it, however. She was one of those goody two-shoes who overly obeyed everything. That was a sentence. Did you get the year slow? A year underage. What? 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 You said you're slow, and then yeah. the woman was confused. So it's because clarifying. yeah, I get that he's a year underage. Okay, I just wanted to It was clarify. just a weird sentence. Everything that comes out of Anna's mouth is a weird <laughs> sentence. She thought his drinking would get him in trouble one day, but Joey thought otherwise. Good job, Joey. Checking his phone for the time, he sucked in a cold breath. Jeez, I'm going to be late. I need to go. Avril scooted away from him. Obvious annoyance and hurt was shown. Avril, I'll try not to get so wasted tonight, Mm. Joey said with empty promise. That's what you say every time, 
And you always end up drunk dialing me at 3 in the morning, Joey. You know I love you, but you need to realize that if you keep drinking like this, I won't want to be with you. It always seems like your partying is more important than me. She crossed her arms over her chest. Joey leaned over to kiss her cheek that was rosy from the cold. I will always have you on my top <laughs> priority list, but I like to go out and have fun sometimes, you know? What? I'm just... This is a serious conversation between Avril and Joey. <laughs> Avril Levine. <laughs> that no. inspired this? No. She shoved him away with blunt force. Oh, so I'm too boring for you? Just because I don't like to go out and screw myself over doesn't make me boring. I just like having fun by doing smarter and legal things. <laughs> That's not what I meant, babe. You know what that reminds me of? What? You know the Facebook status that I shared from 10 years ago? I was like, what's the fun in going out and getting drunk? And then I was like, you figure it out later. You figure yeah. it out. That's what that reminds me of. <laughs> well, <laughs> Avril may not get that chance. Don't spoil it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> she just breaks up with them. <laughs> Whatever. Just go. Obviously, I'm too boring for your liking. She got to her feet abruptly, abrupt, abruptly <laughs> and stopped inside her home. Joey knew he should chase after her, admit his mistake, and apologize. But he'd rather be getting wasted right now with his buddies. Oh my God. He slowly rose and ambled to his truck. Here you go, Beth. Oh, thank you. Beth has it now, B. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the bar was loud with drunk laughter and clinks of glasses. Horribly sung covers of good music blasted out of the karaoke <laughs> microphone. Why is it coming out of the microphone? <laughs> Don't the, you know that's where everything comes from? <laughs> from the stage up front, his brother and his friends were outside having a smoke, and Joey was inside feeling lonely. He had at least six beers in him, and his bladder was about to explode. He couldn't care less if he peed his pants right then and there. He was too hung up over hurting Avril. He figured drinking would bring him up to speed with the other, with the drunken cheerfulness going on around him, but he still felt terribly guilty. <laughs> so, suddenly, a tight squeeze was apparent. Oh, you added the end so that we would be on his left shoulder. He spun around in his stool and saw his brother, Seth, who was smiling stupidly at him. One of his buddies, Mark, stumbled over and ordered another drink. <clears throat> Why so blue, brother? <laughs> That's how he wrote it. Seth shouted over the chatter of the dark bar. My girlfriend's mad at me. She thinks that I said that me drinking is more important than her. Joey felt a tinge of pain in his heart as he explained. Order another beer, Mark insisted. That'll help. Yeah. <laughs> Mark signaled the bartender and she came over immediately. Ooh. What can I get you, she asked, batting her eyes first at Joey, then to Mark. My buddy here is feeling kind of down tonight. Find me the strongest drink you got and bring it over, Mark instructed. I wish you could hear eyelashes blink. Petting Joey like he was a helpless pup. <laughs> the woman shimmied away and beat to the music and <laughs> rummaged through the endless shelves of beer to the expensive margaritas. She came back <laughs> momentarily later with a glass of blue liquid. 
could you tell I drink? It's the most <laughs> alcohol ever. <laughs> there you go, babe. That should help you plenty. She winked at him and then went off to flirt with other customers. <laughs> Joey stared at the glass for the longest time. He felt that he had lost his appetite for drinking. That looks good, Seth said. Aren't you going to drink it? Mm-hmm. Joey shook his head. No. Aren't you even going to try it? Don't waste a perfectly good thing of alcohol, dude. A good thing of alcohol. <sighs> he rolled his eyes. He knew if he didn't try it soon, <laughs> Seth would be mad at him all night. Oh, no, hold on. He knew if he didn't try it soon, Seth would be at him all night. There we go. So he took a sip from the glass and stared at it longingly after he swallowed. It was sweeter than he expected it to be. It went down smooth and the aftertaste was wonderful. Before he knew it, the same drink was being served to him over and over. I thought he had to pee. (coughs) He probably just already peed himself. (laughs) It's convenient. Joey's vision was blurry and limited. His breathing was heavy and so were his footsteps. His brother, who was in a milder state than he was, helped Joey to truck. You added <laughs> you added his later. <laughs> Joey was sitting in the driver's seat and leaning against the steering wheel, eyes glazed over with the booze he had guzzled. Brother, you're in no condition to drive. You should probably let me take over for you tonight. Seth held out his hand for the truck's keys. Joey shook his head. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm fine. Before Seth could protest any further, he slammed the door and locked it. He jabbed his hand into his pocket and fumbled around for his keys. Friends don't let friends that. (laughs) Very inspirational. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, here we are is... Stopped suddenly to note his drunken slur. Maybe he wasn't good to drive? Question mark. <laughs> Grandma's not good. <laughs> Can't drive. Oh my god. He shrugged and found the ignition. He pierced it forcefully with the starting key, put the vehicle in reverse, and slowly backed out. As he began to carefully make his way out of the parking lot, Avril crossed his mind again. She had been on his mind the whole night. The drinking didn't even help to block her out. One thing was for sure, though. She was right, and he had been wrong. Mm. He whipped out his phone to call her, but decided otherwise when he saw the time. It was almost 2.30, and she'd be in bed for sure. Whatever. He'd stop by her house tomorrow with some flowers and a prepared apology. Oh, yes. After all, it was a silly fight that he had been wrong in, and he always made sure to apologize first, and more importantly, right away. Girl, you need to leave. Not you. <laughs> I mean, Avril. It's <laughs> like she I'm was giving waiting. me like the most offended look, and it's like, no, Avril needs to leave. I don't need to leave. Ugh. His mood began to lighten the more he thought of it in a positive way. He loved Avril with all his heart, and the last thing he'd ever want to do it. You could cross that out to be to do is hurt. <laughs> Joey's thought was interrupted as his truck collided with another car. He smashed in the other driver's side completely of the car. (laughs) Crossed out to be and. Okay. He smashed in the driver's side completely and in doing so, he felt himself fly out of his windshield of his truck. 
He didn't even put on his seatbelt. <laughs> Thank you. Loser. That's okay. Before his vision went black, he heard a loud explosion. <laughs> Damn. That's badass. <laughs> Action movie Joey. <sighs> Want to read the last bit? Sure. Uh -huh. Rap has it now. Okay. <laughs> when Joey came to, he was in a large white room. His body ached terribly. He wanted to yell out for help, but his throat was raw and dry. So he waited and wondered. How did he end up here? He could barely remember what happened before he passed out. Mr. Ferment? You're awake, I see. How are you feeling? An older woman, lo uh, an older looking woman came into his vision. Joey closed his eyes and tried to speak. His sentence went no further than that. You're in the hospital. You were in a car crash. And since you're finally awake, I can have the police come and talk to you. She bustled off to go get said policemen. Police? Car crash? Joey thought with sudden worry. His stomach fluttered as two policemen waltzed in. Good afternoon, Mr. Ferment. A tall blonde cop greeted. His face said anger and hate, but his voice displayed differently. Joey slowly shook his head, signaling he didn't want to hear the damage that was done. They ignored him. Sir, around 2.41 in the morning, a day and a half ago, you collided with another vehicle. From the damage done, it would appear that you'd been traveling a little over 100 miles an hour. You weren't wearing a seatbelt. You were way over the intoxication limit, and you were drinking underage. <laughs> Not only that, but the driver you hit was killed instantly. The other policeman, who was a bit shorter than the other one, was harshly spitting all of this at Joey. What? Joey breathed. There will be a court case filed by the girl's parents. I suggest you find a damn good lawyer, Mr. Ferment. Are you... Did you... No. Did he? The shorter guy also pulled out a pair of handcuffs. He didn't get sold to One Direction. Handcuffs. <laughs> Once you're out of here, you're going to be in these, heading to prison. Prison? How is he going to tell Avril? Who was the driver? Joey asked in labored breaths. He didn't want to know, but he'd figured it'd be more respectful if he did. A 19-year-old female named Avril Widmer. She was on her way to pick up a friend. Don't drink and drive. Don't hit your girlfriend. Do. She was on her way to pick up a friend whose car had stalled at a party. Luckily, her friend wasn't in the car when it happened. Joey became numb after hearing Avril's name. It couldn't be her, but it was. Her parents came in. Her dad having to be dragged out before he strangled Joey. I don't blame him. Her mother was in hysterics and calling was in hysterics calling Joey everything vulgar in the book. I don't blame her either. Joey just sat there. He like sat through bitch. his pain. <laughs> his court case and in his prison cell. A lifeless form that stared at the bars, enclosing him from the world, but not his guilty thoughts. Question for you, Anna. Beep up the end. Did you specifically pick the last name Ferment? Because alcohol. Because alcohol and... You know, I think so. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I also know that I use like the first name, like not first name, first letter of each name of people that I knew. Okay. Interesting. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> I wasn't worried about it, but thank you. Yeah, that that was my sad story. Uh, lesson: don't <laughs> um, don't kill your girlfriend because you drink too much. Yeah, right. Maybe put on your friggin' seatbelt. That too. Yeah. Don't speed. Don't drink underage. Don't do drugs. But what you can do. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll tell them what they can do. <laughs> you know what you can do? You can go to recordbuttongroup.com <laughs> where there will be links to all of our social media pages, including our Patreon, which you can subscribe to, and get many Why lovely benefits. Why are you wo- <laughs> reading it like Chris Hansen? <laughs> Have a seat. <laughs> you know what else you can do? You can rate and review us. <laughs> um, and also check out some of the merch on trbmerchstore.com. There are many lovely things on there that you can buy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all I had, friends. Harmony, you do such a good job at reading things. Thanks. You're welcome. This has been Why Did I Write This? I'm Anna. I'm Harmony. You love me goodbye. <laughs> Glove you. Glove you. Love you. Love you goodbye. Wear your gloves, kids. It's getting cold out there. Why did I write this?